Dominion is what makes you necessary on the earth. Without dominion, you are merely existing. Welcome to Take Dominion with Pastor William Bergson. Stay tuned for insights on how to take dominion on earth. And now, Pastor William Bergson. Hello, welcome to today's broadcast. My name is Pastor William Bexing. I trust uh, that you have had a good weekend. Uh, today is Monday and my, my goal for today is to help you set your seal. You know, I keep saying that because uh, it's important to set your seal for the week. It's important so you know where you're heading. Uh-huh. Today we're going to uh, look at um, Genesis chapter 1 again. Uh, but we'll pick it up from where we left off. And I'm going to read verse 27 and verse 28. You know, verse 26, God said, uh, let's make man in our image and likeness. Uh, and let them have dominion over everything. And then in verse 27, God actually created man in his image and likeness. Male and female created he them, the Bible says. And then in verse 28, where I'm going to dwell in this broadcast, God gives us the strategy for dominion. That means uh, God can set you up for dominion, but if 28, uh, verse 28 of Genesis 1 doesn't kick in, uh, you will just be a big potential, but no actual. Uh, So that's what God will have us do today. Today, I'm putting in your hand keys. I'm putting in your hand tools. I'm putting in your hand what to do to actually have dominion on the earth. And I trust the church will listen to me today because this is what God will have us uh, mirror. Uh, in our environment. All right, so Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. Uh, So God created man in his image, in his own image, and the image of God uh, created he him, male and female created he them. Uh, Verse 28, and God blessed them and said, God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle, sorry, over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth uh, upon the earth. Uh, uh, You see, this seems like a repetition of verse 26. But you see, verse 26, man wasn't uh, in existence. So verse 26 was pre-man discussions. This is God just having a conversation as to what man will do should he come on the scene. Uh, But 28 is the first education man had from God. And it was the education of dominion. We call this the dominion mandate. You see, because this is the first time man will hear from God. The first words man heard from God was, you know, the Bible says, and God blessed them and said. So what God said is actually the blessing. You see, God blessed them and said unto them. And what did God say? The first thing man heard from God was not pray. He says, be fruitful. The first statement from the mouth of God to the ears of man was not, ah, I want you to fast. He says, no, be fruitful. You see, because all those are a subset of the main. The main is to be fruitful. Oh my. Too many fruitless people. Too many, fr- but they are very busy. You see, uh, because we have mistaken our busyness for productivity. Uh, the word actually also means prosper. 
And to prosper means be productive. So if you desire prosperity without productivity, it's a scam. You want to be a fraud. To, to, to yearn for prosperity uh, without productivity is setting yourself up to be pierced with many sorrows. The first word man heard from God was be fruitful. How spiritual is that? Very spiritual. You see, productivity is not a management science alone. God, I think they even learned it from here because uh, by this time, Peter Draca wasn't born, you know. Uh, God is talking productivity uh, and, and all those um, managers and, 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 and uh, uh, men and women who brought about all these theories of management. Uh, they were nowhere near existence. And God is already talking about productivity. The first thing man heard from God was be fruitful. That means if indeed this mandate of dominion will find full expression in you, the first thing I want your life to mirror, Adam, I want your life to bring about fruit. I want you to be productive. My question to you today, are you productive? Do you sustain the mentality of productivity? Is productivity a big thing with you? You know, if we are to hold ourselves by productivity, many people will die of starvation. Oh, yes. Uh, in this part of the world, because of the extended family system, many people can be loafers and still be living uh, quite comfortably. And that's why our culture has in it a setting element that sometimes supports indolence and supports a lack of productivity. But God told man, be productive if you will ever see this dominion mandate fulfilled in your life. What is your life producing is the question I have for you today. Can you point us to anything with your name on it? You are happy to wear things with people's name on it. Who is wearing anything that has your name on it? You are willing to use things people have done. Who is using something you have done? And this is not, you know, sometimes we speak like this and they want to lump us up to uh, with all the motivation. I'm not a motivational speaker. This is gospel. I'm preaching the word of God. This is not motivation. No, <laughs> this is gospel. The first thing man heard from God, be fruitful, be productive. You think this is impossible? It is. It is. God wants your life to be fruitful. Uh, sometimes you're too noisy uh, to even tap into this stream of living. Get alone. Isolate yourself. And, and begin to do some introspection. Begin to think through these things and sit down with the word of God and, and talk to God some more and, and find out from him, Lord, it seems my life is an aberration uh, to this decree from you. I want to be productive. I want to cut off every time waster, cut off everything that is sapping my energy, sapping my productivity, sapping my creativity and distracting me. I cut them off and I'm ready for some productive living. Maybe you've lived for 30 years, but there's nothing to show for it. Not because there are witches in your family and wizards who are sitting on your case. Please. I, I have found out in my short stay that if you're truly productive, some way, somehow, witchcraft is unable to, to deal with this dimension of manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Satan was around when God said this to man? We will find out that. Because, you see, God didn't give... Adam, an education about the devil. 
God never mentioned anything about the devil to Adam. But God knew that Adam, if you become productive, look at it, and you become, you multiply, and you replenish the earth, and you subdue it, and you have dominion, I don't have to give you a lecture about demons and the devil. They were in existence. But God never found it fit to educate Adam about it because if Adam just concerned himself with this, Satan will be kept at bay. But here we are, we've we've left the main thing and we are now chasing the tangential issues. So we are, we are busy hunting for witches to kill them. And we are not productive. Isn't it, isn't it interesting? Uh, you have not done what God has asked you to do. And you are running after some, some non-essentials. As the reason why your life uh, is where it is. But he said, be fruitful. Be fruitful. That means there is no way you can have dominion. There is no way you can become an influencer. There is no way your life can become a bright light and a salt in your environment, in your community, in your city, in your region, in your space. There is no way your life will touch people positively if you are not productive. And I think the church must hear this. You see, we have preached prosperity without productivity. We have told people all they had to do to prosper was to give in church. But you see, if all you do about your prosperity is putting money in offering bowls, you've been deceived. That's the hard truth, but that's what it is. Your prosperity is tied to your productivity and not your giving. You see, your giving is an exit. The reason for prosperity is giving. Giving is not the reason for prosperity. Did you get that? What it means is this. When you prosper, giving is a channel to be a blessing. But to be blessed, you must be productive. You must be productive. Why did God bless them? You know the Bible said, and God blessed them and said, be productive. That means you have been blessed to be productive. Do you see it? Uh, The blessing is the productivity. When you find your life churning out answers, churning out solutions, churning out positive values, you are being productive. He says, when you do this, you will soon find your life influencing people, influencing spaces, influencing places, lifting up uh, thinkings, uh, altering aspirations, you see, because now everybody wants prosperity without process, prosperity without productivity, because that's what they see on TV. That's what they see on the screens. People wearing big chains uh, with big uh, suits, you know, gold-plated cars, and they think that's all there is. But you see, nobody's showing you uh, the background. Nobody's showing you the hours of productivity uh, that has to go in uh, in becoming uh, a prosperous person. So he says be productive. That's the first instruction uh, to man. Number two multiply. The word multiply means be everywhere. Oh my be everywhere. He's not just talking about uh, um, being in physical location. He's talking about be visible and, 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 and be vocal. Be everywhere. That means I can be in Ghana and what I'm sharing can be influencing people in Papua New Guinea. Ah, that's been, been uh, uh, sustaining the ability to multiply. It's not just talking about having children, you see. Uh, it's, not, it's inclusive, but that's not the main. Uh, because you remember God took Eve from Adam. And uh, God could have added two or three children uh, from the rib so that uh, the family is just set up. But you see, the main reason for man uh, was having dominion over the earth. And God, seeing that man couldn't do it alone, uh, he brought the woman to be help meet uh, to the man. Uh, and, and the essence of marriage, first and foremost, is to prosecute. 
God's agenda of dominion. The reason for marriage is not children. We don't get married primarily to give birth. That's not the reason for being in a marriage relationship. Uh, there is a purpose. And God gave that purpose to man and saw that man needed help. And so he brought the woman. The main reason for the marriage is to prosecute the purpose of God. Then as, as, as a part of this, you see, children come out to also come to help in prosecuting that purpose. But if we make uh, the non-core the core, we miss out on what God is doing. So God said, multiply. So number one, be productive. It's a tool. You need to do that. Your life must produce. Number two, multiply. Be everywhere. Be so influential. Be everywhere. Expand. Enlarge. Oh my. The third one he says, replenish. The word replenish means restock. Oh, that's why we don't cry when something finishes. We don't cry when something uh, is depleted. Ah, hallelujah. He says, replenish. Oh my. Restock. Ah, so if he gets finished, put some back in there. Ah, you have the capacity to do that ah, because you have creative powers ah, to replenish. And then the fourth thing he says, subdue. That word subdue is a military term. If everything will just submit itself to you, God won't ask you to subdue. Subdue means there may be some chaos uh, in the system, uh, but I have engineered you so much so that you can subdue it. You can tame it. So one of the things your life ought to do is to tame chaos. And that's why he says subdue it. And then he says have dominion. So you see, these are the tools. These are uh, the equipment with which our lives must have dominion. Number one, be productive. Number two, multiply. Number three, subdue the earth. And number four, uh, replenish it. I pray that as you open yourself up to these protocols, your life will become more productive than it is. And by reason of that, you will become an influence in your space. God bless you. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We believe you've been blessed. This broadcast was brought to you by the friends and partners of Pastor William Bergson. Tune in same time next week for more Dominion Nuggets. For further inquiries, please call 0201-300-400 or visit our website www.williambergson.org. You can locate us at Salva Yarifa, 300 meters from the Ankunum Junction. Follow us on social media at Pastor William Bergson. Take dominion with Pastor William Bergson, unlocking the possibilities in you.